Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Supplies to Greenside. I'm back after a short hiatus from uh, being busy at work and then getting sick on top of all of that. Um, didn't have my voice for a few days. Felt like that's kind of important to be able to um, make a podcast. That's obviously something that you want to have. So uh, we are back, and this week I've got an episode that's a little bit inspired by a story that I heard recently from someone who was on their quest to play 1,000 different golf courses. They were somewhere in the 980s at the time. Uh, And so since I've had some time off uh, because of being sick from uh, being away from work, I took the time to sit down and write out all of the golf courses, at least that I can remember, that I have played over the years. Um, I'm only 28, so the the number is not enormous. But in any case, I have counted up 59 different golf courses that I've played, primarily in South Carolina, especially around the upstate, um, a few towards uh, Hilton Head, a couple in the Midlands as well. Uh, a handful of courses in Pennsylvania. That's where my family is from. I played in a tournament there, and uh, my dad and I used to play there whenever we would go visit family. And then now a handful of golf courses as well that are in North Carolina, um, primarily around where I live, um, the university courses and everything. Um, so, you know, a lot of these courses, I have fond memories at almost all of them. I mean, I, I remember them for a reason. Um, you know, one of them is called River Chase Golf Club. That's where I grew up playing in Union, South Carolina. That's where I went to the high school. And that's the golf course that, um, I guess I really learned how to play golf at. Uh, it's, it was an 18 hole course. It's closed now. Um, but you know, it wasn't the nicest place in the world, but it was a good place, um, to be able to at least go to have something to be able to have a golf team, um, at the high school and be able to practice and play and everything. Um, it wasn't very far from perfect, but, uh, it was a, it was a good place. And we, and I have a lot of memories there of various holes and things that happened being out there with the team and everything. So, um, that one's a pretty, uh, special one for me. Um, another one, Carolina country club. That's a place that is in Spartanburg, South Carolina as well. I've played a bunch of tournaments there, um, it's a private golf course right down the road from, uh, uh, where my parents live now. And so it's, it's a, it's a good place too. uh, Greenville country club, the, uh, Riverside course. Actually, I remember that one because of, um, uh, played in a USGA junior qualifier there. And I remember shooting 35 on the front nine and ended up shooting 74 and then played not so great in the afternoon and shot something in the eighties. Um, but you know, I do remember the course pretty well, and I remember that day and playing super well and, and being excited about that. Um, it's probably towards the one of my more favorite courses that I've played uh, for certain. I played a lot of rounds at Furman Golf Club. That's where I primarily played and practiced and everything while I was in medical school in Greenville. Um, it was a little bit cheaper than other places around. I liked the layout. Uh, it was fun to play. Uh, they had the BMW Charity Pro-Am out there for a short period of time as well. Uh, so that was um, a pretty good place. Um, Smithfield in Easley, South Carolina, that is where I qualified for the South Carolina AM, which was at the Members Club at Wood Creek and Wildwood. 
Um, there's actually a qualifier there this year as well for the South Carolina Am, which is at Musgrove Mill, which is another course that I've played that's in Clinton, South Carolina. Um, that's pretty private. Um, and so, you know, hopefully I get to play in that qualifier at Smithfield this year. I, I would be pretty excited to be able to do that and possibly get back to um, Musgrove Mill and get to play in the South Carolina Am. That would be a good time. Um, the the big one that really stands out to me on here on this list of 59 places is Three Pines, which is in Woodruff, South Carolina. And the reason why is because this place um, is a memory that I still think about to this day. Um, it was a, a golf match uh, against Woodruff, and um, I man when in high school you only play nine holes, and so I managed to shoot 33. Um, during that match and that's my lowest nine holes that I've ever shot in my entire life and the reason why I think back to it so much is because I tried to figure out what happened that day <laughs> what was I thinking what was I doing why was that day so different um, I remember you know most of the shots that I hit that day I know that the first hole is a par three I was long off the back of the green got up and down for par um, made just like a routine par on the second hole. And then the third hole is a par five. And I remember hitting the ball pretty far down the fairway, had like a seven iron in, um, to hit the green in two. hit that to like four or five feet, made Eagle, um, made par on the next par four, made par on the par four after that. And then, um, I made birdie on the subsequent par four, made a birdie on the um par three that was after that hit it to like a foot or something and then um made par on number eight which was a par five i missed the birdie putt by like millimeters i remember it like burned the edge um to get me to uh five under at the time um, but i was four under instead and then i got to the last hole and i remember making bogey on nine and being kind of disappointed um, that I didn't end up shooting four under, but, um, you know, it was one of those times where golf just seemed really easy and everything just fell into place. And it was, um, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was really exciting. A, a lot of, uh, my teammates played well that day. One of my teammates actually asked me what I shot cause he thought that he had beat me finally that day. And he shot 38, which was a, a incredible score for him. But unfortunately he didn't get me that day. Um, you know, some of the other places on here, Colleton River, that was a uh, U.S. Amateur qualifier a few years back. Um, played Pinehurst number three. Haven't gotten to like the mid-pines, pine needles courses yet, but I hope to. Um, and I really want to play Pinehurst number two and number four for obvious reasons, um, as well as the ocean course at Kiowa Island. I've been down there twice for the PGA Championship in 2012 and 2021, uh, and I would really love to to be able to play that course as well. Uh, which luckily you can, um, it just costs a little bit of money as does Pinehurst, um, as well. Um, looking over some of the other places on the list here, um, lots of places that I played in high school, um, whether it was in matches or, um, just random events throughout the summer. Um, you know, interestingly enough, before we moved to North Carolina, I didn't even realize that I had played a, a course that's, um, pretty nearby uh, called Chapel Ridge. At the time, it was a private course, and it was like a Callaway World Junior Tournament. It was like a huge deal. There were kids from all over the world that like came and played in it, but um, it's public now, and it's able to be played and stuff, and so it's just kind of an interesting memory. I didn't even realize that that was somewhere um, 
that I had played. So um, the good news is uh, this list is going to continue to grow, obviously, as I continue to play and play in different tournaments and everything. Um, you know, it looks like uh, number 60 is going to be a pretty special golf course um, that I'm, I'm playing on May 8th. Uh, that's the qualifier that I've been getting ready for. Um, and I'm excited to, to be able to share that experience with you and um, just give you some more insights into to what those those types of qualifiers look like. Um, I'm getting um, some good practice in, getting prepared, uh, trying to mentally prepare and, and hopefully be able to play well um, whenever I play in that. Um, again, you know, I'm just going to kind of play it close to the vest for now. Uh, more details to come when the time comes as to, to what the nature of the qualifier is, but it's one that I, I've never played in before. I've never played in uh, a qualifier quite like this. So um, it should be a good time. I'm very excited to play the golf course. The venue is one that I've never seen a tournament at the entire time that I've lived in South Carolina or played golf in South Carolina. Um, I've only heard great things about it. Um, in South Carolina golf lore, the the logo is pretty iconic. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to be able to get down there and um, be able to play in that in, uh, in two weeks' time. So looking forward to it. Um, continuing to grow this list. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll make it to a thousand like this other guy. Um, he had, you know, tons of, tons of crazy places on his list. He had played, you know, Augusta National, Shinnecock, uh, Pine Valley. I mean, like if there's been a major championship there in the past 40 years, this guy has, has played it. So, um, pretty inspiring. Um, you know, something to definitely consider is like keeping a list of like wh where you've played. Uh, some people do this too through collecting um, different pencils or tees or that kind of thing. Um, thinking back on it, I kind of wish I would have done that with like the pencils or something, for example. I do have a few of these pencils, but I definitely don't have all of these. Um, you know, honestly, I'm even surprised that I remembered a lot of these places, but. Um, I'm one of those types of players that I, I kind of, I remember places that I played a lot of times I can remember golf courses in my head. Um, if I played significantly well there, like I did at three pines, as I described, like I can remember like shot by shot where I hit it, how far I was and all those types of things. So, um, it just kind of depends, I guess, on how you are as, as a player, obviously, if you have, more years on on the clock than I do it may be a little bit harder to think back to some of these different courses and everything but you know it's it's something that that it's a it's a good memory just to kind of think back to to all these different places you played and just kind of realize like you know the memories that you have and and the how privileged you are to be able to go out and enjoy a sport in so many different ways um you know it, it's it's a little bit different I think than other sports um you know, you can go to various parks and things and play soccer and everything, but it's not like, you know, every soccer field basically is the same, right? Like every golf course layout is different and every golf course itself is set up differently and the greens are different and some are really, really, really good and some are not so good. And so it's, it's just interesting, I, I think, to, to think about all these different things and, and how they've kind of shaped your game and your life and, the experiences that you have there, whether it was playing with a random person, um, as I've discussed before, you know, I have some of the most interesting times and conversations whenever I'm paired with a random single out there. I just love playing golf, and so I go out by myself a lot. Um, but 
I've been paired with all kinds of, of different people. And, um, it, it, sometimes it just gives you the best stories. And so, you know, find your list, figure out like where you've played and where, where you'd like to play and, you know, just continue to, to work away at, you know, your goals and, um, achieving, achieving the things that you want to achieve. And maybe, you know, kind of like my number 60, you know, maybe you can make some of those milestone numbers into those more special golf trips and whether those be with buddies or they're just something that you do for yourself because you want to do it for you. And that's great too. But just wanted to talk about that this episode. Thanks for listening in this week. Um, I'll, I should have an episode next week as well, and then it'll be tournament time. So it may be a little bit delayed until, uh, I kind of get things wrapped up from the tournament and get my thoughts together to be able to share them all with you. But I'm very excited about that tournament and I will look forward to you listening in next time.